So we're back in here in the housing hour, and we have Larson J, who is the executive director and founder of Random Acts of Flowers. Thank you for joining us. Thanks. Appreciate it. Absolutely. And Random Acts of Flowers is a 501c3 nonprofit charity. And basically what I think is so unique about your all's your all's organization is that you're really just giving back to the community in such an awesome way. Could you just give us kind of the the snapshot view of what it is that you guys do? Absolutely. Um, Random Acts of Flowers is, is a really simple charity with a really big impact. We are a flower recycling program and, and in essence we're a mental health charity. So what we do is we take flowers that would otherwise be thrown away after weddings, funerals, special events, Christmas parties, uh, grocery stores, wherever a flower is used or sold. And before those hit the trash, we take those flowers, we repurpose and recycle them and we turn them into big beautiful bouquets and we take them to patients in hospitals, nursing homes and hospice care centers. So we always say that flowers have a purpose. You either buy or give flowers or have flowers in an event uh, for celebration, for uh, condolences, for happiness, for love, whatever the case may be. And uh, and we simply give them a second life and we repurpose them into something. Uh, we turn trash into smiles and we just make the world a kind of a little bit better place uh, one bouquet at a time. How, so. did, you, how did you come up with this? <laughs> um, I came up with this because uh, I too was, a, uh, was repurposed, so to speak, um, a little uh, about five years ago, I had a really bad accident, a near tragic accident where I, I mean, I quite literally shouldn't be here with you today. Mm. Um, I had a ladder collapse off from underneath me and I fell about a story and a half uh, face down onto concrete, broke every bone in my body, ended up uh, in ICU at level one trauma at UT Hospital, um, 10 days in the trauma hospital, 10 days in rehab hospital, 11 surgeries to date, and uh, three and a half months in a wheelchair. And, and it really came down to that first week when I was in the hospital and I kept getting, um, you know, an amazing amount of support uh, in the way of flowers. People kept sending me flowers and flowers, and our room filled up like this, you know, ma massive jungle. And um, and it was really, it was a big part of what helped me in those early days of recovery. And uh, and as we were going through the halls one day of the tenth floor, which is the bad floor of UT. We just saw how many rooms had no flowers, no plants, no visitors, and uh, and I always say it could have been the morphine drip I was on, or it could have been any number of things, but it seemed obvious to me um, that, you know, what we had to do. So we took all the cards off of our flowers and, and just randomly went through the halls and gave them away, and mm. it made such a huge impact on people. Um, there's two stories I always remember. We went into one woman's room and she had full sort of headgear traction and everything. And she had this she had this look without exaggeration of, I don't know who you are, but I'm done. Pull the plug, help me. And she went from that look to smiling and crying in two seconds because wow. we gave her flowers. And and it was such a universal gesture. Um, it really made a big impact. So, I, you know, I spent a lot of time in a wheelchair and a lot of time by myself. And I kept thinking... Uh, surely somebody must be doing it. And the concept isn't new necessarily. Uh, churches sometimes take their flowers to some of their members in a nursing home. But surely somebody must be doing this on an organized level. And nobody was. So I reached out to the community and said I got an idea for a charity. And I'm, I'm really thankful that we live in East Tennessee where... Um, Sometimes you say, I need some help, and people raise their hand first, and then they ask, what's it for a second? And they just jump in, and, and here we are. Well, when you take these flowers, you say you rearrange them? We repurpose and rearrange them, yeah. So we never just take like a centerpiece and hand it to a patient. We literally bring everything into a central processing facility. Everything gets torn apart back to its core materials. All the super dead flowers get you know composted and, uh, and discarded. Um, everything gets recut, rewatered, remineraled, the whole bit, and then rearranged into a brand new bouquet as if it's walking out of a floor shop 
you know, right then. So, so you have a location yeah. and staff. We have a location, yeah. We have a very, very small staff. This is the great thing about Random X Flowers. Our whole operation is run by two full-time um, employees and one part-time, and then about 125 really active volunteers and 14 members on our board of directors. And so it is 99% volunteer-driven, and uh, and we have people that come in and, and break all this stuff down, rebuild it, and, and walk it out the door. And I'm really pl- proud to say I just got the numbers um, this morning because we had a, almost 100 go out to uh, Blunt Memorial. Hospital today and a few other of our healthcare partners, but um, we are at 13,453 bouquets delivered. That's 13,453 people who have had their lives changed with somebody amazing. else's garbage. And we've recycled uh, 15,948 vases to date as well. That's incredible. We're a full recycling program, so we don't buy anything. We literally, right. everything we get is what would otherwise be trash, mm. and then we make something out of it, and we, we give that back to the community. How do people know to give you the flowers? I mean, where do you get all the... Well, we, we reach out, I mean, through programs just like this, but we also reach out and have partnerships with the wedding venues, with different uh, funeral homes, um, special event centers. We talk to wedding planners. We talk to people who are caterers or, or special events people. Um, we talk to the florists and the wholesalers and the grocery stores. We just form a lot of partnerships. And, networking um, is what it's it big is. Time yeah. networking. Yeah. Big, big time networking. Big time networking. He said, yeah. you know, florist in his piece. He did. Yeah. Yeah. He mentioned it. It. Absolutely. So we, we literally go out and we talk to them and, and we say, here, you know, you, everybody spends all this time and money and energy with their flowers and what happens to them when they're done? Nothing. And they get thrown thrown away away or they just wither and die. And so it's an easy outlet for people to give back to the community. And when we're able to talk to, for instance, to brides and say, look, your wedding could positively affect 40 or 50 people, you know, within a matter of days. And I think that's the other thing that um, has been really successful and why people react very well to us is that our whole mission is sometimes done in in 24 or 48 hours. There's Mm -hmm. no like, unlike cancer or homelessness or AIDS or any of these massive social issues, which all need a lot of work and they're great causes. Our stuff is so immediate. Somebody can have a party on Saturday night, give us the flowers on Sunday, and by Tuesday morning, they're in the hands of a patient. Just, I mean, so it's all very, very quick. And uh, and it's an immediate reaction and, and help with the community. Larson, I got to tell you, when my mother passed away, I had all these flowers. What do you do with them? Yeah. What do you do? And, and the, the two most depressing times was you know right after the funeral mm-hmm. when it was all over and then having to throw away yeah. the flowers yeah so and we're a great outlet funerals wow. are huge huge. huge and we've heard from the funeral homes that it's a great um, stress reliever for the families because they don't know what to do and they're stuck and and so we actually what's interesting is on when a patient gets a um, bouquet from us I mean we we simply knock on the door we give them the bouquet of flowers we don't we don't sell them anything we don't preach to them we don't ask them to do anything and they get a little card that says who we are are, but on the back of every card, we handwrite where those flowers came from, so they know that there's a personal touch point to the community, and then we let people know, you know, where their flowers go. Well, I think it's a tremendous, tremendous thing that you're doing, and I really am um, touched by what it is that you guys are, are doing in the community. And one of the things that that I wanted to ask you was because you had the the accident, and you mm-hmm. had the the time spent in the hospital in the wheelchair and trying to walk again. I mm-hmm. assume absolutely the eleven yeah. surgeries was it uh, to date and counting? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, so you had all of that, and, and yeah. that is obviously a life-changing event. But where did you get the strength, really, to 
to go down this this avenue because we all have ideas, but where do you draw to get the strength to do this? I think that um, the thing that reinforces why it it's so easy to work on this, and the re, the way I get my energy is when I go out and I have those deliveries and those interactions, and when I see that mission fulfillment, it it, it absolutely quickly reinforces why it's worth working so hard on this. Um, you know, when I see the reactions from patients, when we get the cards and letters, I mean. Most of the people in this world are not used to somebody doing something nice for them just for, right for no reason. It's very they I mean, expect we, that they are, you're asking them for something. Yeah, most patients, like about a third of the patients we meet, kind of give us the stink eye, like what's the catch right. and what are you selling? And and so when we get those genuine reactions and those letters and voicemails, or when I see, you know, that's that's the energy right mm-hmm. there. Um, just last week we were um, uh, doing a delivery to one of our nursing homes, and uh, and we delivered to a blind woman and she was a former gardener and we brought her in this huge bouquet of flowers that were really fragrant and we and I, I walked three mm. feet in the door and she just lit up and said those are stargazer lilies I used oh, wow. to grow that da, da, da. and wow. she couldn't see him but she felt him and it was like you could have infused oh, life into her and it was with somebody's trash I mean right. so that's where it comes from and look I, I'm a film and television <laughs> producer that I don't know anything about flowers I just I'm somebody who had a you know, had a moment where I was able to take, uh, you know, lemons and turn it into lemonade, I guess. How, how so. do you find the people to actually take them to? Um, we actually let the the uh, caregivers decide. So we have, we serve seven hospitals, about 35 nursing homes, and five hospice care centers on a regular basis. And we simply call, our output is based upon our input. So the more flowers we get in, the more bouquets we can make on the way out. We just simply call them and say, hey, we're coming with 50 or 80 or 100 or whatever. And we let them decide who needs it the most. Because the nurses, they the doctors—they know. know who needs the touch point. So we just—we literally show up, and we don't—we don't, we don't want to know because giving flowers is a universal gesture to all races, all religions, all demographics, all people. So we just get a list of room numbers. And so we don't know. And I have delivered to the grumpiest old man and the youngest <laughs> little kid and the nicest old lady and the you know middle-aged uh, mom. I mean, I've delivered to everybody and the reaction is absolutely the same. So we just let the, the caregivers decide. It keeps it very neutral for us. If you were to put a number on what the average cost, if you went to a florist on a bouquet, what would you say? 50 bucks? 50 bucks. Easily. So we're talking about over seven hundred thousand yeah. oh, dollars yeah. worth of recycled things. And Absolutely. I mean, you know, people do not buy flowers because of the cost, and no. therefore that's that missed opportunity. Absolutely. And this comes in and fills that void just perfectly. And you know, Mark, tell them how they can get involved, or maybe we could give out some information. The website is randomactsofflowers.com. Org. You bet. And we always need volunteers. We always need people. We need flowers. I mean, you know, the best thing I always say to people is if you're an event and you see flowers, just ask, where are these flowers going? And do you know about Random Acts of Flowers? How can they reach you by phone? Uh, 633-9082. But everybody needs to remember, too, what we do is a free service to the people who donate the flowers. All they have to do is say, yes, you can have my flowers, and here's where you can come pick them up. We come and pick them up for free. We take care of everything for free. And it's a free service to all the people we deliver to. So we're literally a catalyst between your trash and somebody else's happiness. And if you can be a part of that by either donating flowers, donating a little bit of money, donating a little bit of time, it, it doesn't take much to make a big impact. What does the future hold for this? For this? For you? Well, I'm I'm thrilled and excited and terrified all at the same time that we are really a one of a kind charity in this country. We are in the process of trying to figure out starting next year how to expand to other cities, replicate this model. We've already had six or eight um, serious inquiries from other people in other parts of the country who have said, "I want this here." 
how, how do I start it? How do I help? Mm-hmm. And we're in that process. I, I hope by next year um, we're getting uh, to, to expand within the state. And then thereafter, um, I hope one day we'll be delivering our millionth bouquet somewhere in the country. Man, kind of like Facebook. You, you bet. Your, your you, 400 we, millionth <laughs> user. We have, we have direct friends, though. We know who they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, I mean, the thing is, there's hospitals all over this great country yeah. of ours. And there's there's nursing homes yeah. there's hospice i mean what we've created is, could, a, is yeah. Yeah. what we've created is is a is a charity is a business that has endless supply endless demand and no competition mm. and doing a lot of goodwill so if right. we can be a catalyst between all the flowers and all the people you mm. bet and, we'll and, and yeah and, and sorry mark we have one and a half minutes left here <laughs> but one of the things i wanted to ask is do you guys do anything with a veterans um cemetery we do um we actually um do all kinds of specialty deliveries around veterans day memorial day um mm. we we take different things to different veterans home and different programs on uh, valentine's day we always reach out to the uh, battered women's shelter mm. mother's day different things like that so we we do a whole bunch of specialty deliveries in addition to our regular awesome. output and uh and for more information on our website yeah. thehousinghour.com i put you under our community links Great. so if anybody you. wants to check that out you'll stay there and hopefully have a rotating banner here soon that's yes. right <laughs> uh, i can't say how much i appreciate larson what you're doing and thanks for coming in today and also want to thank chuck hope for coming in obviously thank shine our producer and mark my co-host for organizing all of this and doing an awesome job with our shows and thank you the listener more importantly thank you the listener because if it wasn't for you we wouldn't have this show and a special thanks to mortgage investors group our sponsor uh thank you so much to them and we will see you guys next week this is the housing hour this is kevin ray and we're signing off till next time goodbye that's the housing hour with kevin ray for today Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and the why not. You need to know, so come here to find out. This program is presented by Mortgage Investors Group.